Hi, I'm Rick Anthony, and welcome to the Someone You Should Know podcast, the podcast that focuses on musicians, authors, and interesting people. We like to say we're making a difference one artist at a time. So sit back, have a cold one, and get ready to meet someone you should know. The music of today's guest has been described as brilliantly quirky, vibrant, melodic, lilting, beautifully sincere, and an Americana gumbo of delicious proportions. Personally, I think their music is cool. Cool as a cucumber, that is, because the band is the cucumbers. And from the band is guitarist and singer Dina Shashkis. Dina, welcome aboard. How you doing? Great. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you on, too. When you submitted your music to me, it's like, oh, sure, we'll, we'll play. This sounds great. This sounds great. Now, this all started way, way back when you and John Freed were attending Brown University, it all happened in a freshman dorm. That evolved to the streets of Paris and Rome in the early 80s. And you started a band called The Cucumbers and found a home in Hoboken, New Jersey. Origins of the name The Cucumbers. What were some of the things that you were kicking around before The Cucumbers came up? (laughs) Well, John um, started writing songs with a bunch of friends in college. One friend would... Well, they actually used to just play around... And mime um, listening to Ziggy Stardust, uh-huh. and David Bowie songs. And at one point, um, John said to his friends, "Wait, wait a minute! I play guitar. Let's just make our own songs up." And so one friend would call out titles, and the other friend would just free associate and make up words. And they had a lot of great songs, silly, goofy songs. Mm-hmm. And one of them was "The Cucumbers," and um, and it, I thought it was pretty funny. It was does anybody know where all the cucumbers have gone? Has anybody seen a cucumber farm? And John and I, when we played on the streets in Europe, we needed to beef up our set. That was one of the songs that we played. Mm-hmm. And um, so we took the, our, the name of our band after that song. Okay. And um, when we moved to Hoboken and we first played... Um, in the back room at Maxwell's, which was a legendary club in in Hoboken, New mm-hmm. Jersey. Um, the owner of the club. Oh, actually, no, it was um, a friend of ours whose opinion, we just thought the world, he introduced us to so much music. And this was the first time he, he heard our band. And he said, you guys are great, but do yourselves a favor. Don't ever play that song, The Cucumbers, again. <laughs> So we called ourselves the cucumbers after that song. Very Just good. we thought we thought it was a joke. We you know obviously we went to a good college and we expected to do more traditional things mm-hmm. with our lives and we but the cucumbers kept happening so we kept going with it. Oh. And we were stuck with the name. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine at this point. Now the cucumbers yeah. were mainstays in the Hoboken jangle rock scene in the eighties. Your uh, catchy, quirky, danceable songs uh, burst out and uh, developed some national attention. And we're a vital part of the local music scene in Hoboken. Now, I've heard so many different genres of music. I've never heard jangle rock. What exactly is jangle rock? How would you describe it? It's guitar-oriented. The, the bands eschewed um, keyboards. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. it was a reaction against this hyper-synthesized dance oh, okay. music that was just across the river in, in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. But um, the Jersey bands were really twangy. 
All right, very good. Jangle rock, folks. So write that down. That is probably going to be a Scrabble word that you can use, too. Jangle rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, who are the members, or in, in your case, the seeds of the cucumber? <laughs> oh, great. Well, it started with John, my husband, John Freed, and me. And we've had a variety of rhythm sections over the years. Um, we've played for so long mm-hmm. that even you know people who've been with us for 10, 20 years, whatever, have been replaced. Now, uh, the new project is called Old Shoes, and it is the first collection of new material in almost two decades. And although you and John have done some solo work, some other projects, as the Campfire Flies, I like that name, Campfire Flies. Tell me about it. Oh, the Campfire Flies is a wonderful group. Um um, we, there were six musicians in this band and they're all from other bands who played in the same, um, Hoboken based scene that we were part of that jangle scene. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we got together just to have fun one night and there was uh, a blackout, there was an, a thunderstorm. And so our very first rehearsal was by candlelight and totally unplugged. And it was like strumming around a campfire. And um, so we, we sort of stuck with that and it it was an acoustic, semi-acoustic band. And so we called ourselves the campfire flies. I like that. I like that. That's very cool. The first song we're going to feature is the opening track called gotta start somewhere. Cause we gotta start somewhere, right? What's the backstory on gotta start somewhere? Um, a friend of mine had showed me something called drunk tuning because I love to write songs. <laughs> I was like, where am I going to go? You know, what's going to give me a new idea? And so this tuning, it's called drunk tuning because whatever you play sounds good. And so I started <laughs> strumming and making something up. And that was like, oh, this is where I'm starting. And um, it's sort of like wherever you are, this can be everywhere one little thing that you do can can you have no idea what it means or how big it can be and um so it's a little mystical all right featuring some drunk tuning (laughs) from from today's podcast guest dina here are the cucumbers and gotta start somewhere on the someone you should know podcast
Got to start somewhere from the cucumbers featuring today's podcast guest, Dina Shoskis. And uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Someone You Should Know podcast. I invite you to check us out. We're on the web at someoneyoushouldknowpodcast.com. There you get to find recent news, our archive of past episodes, and a whole lot more. If you happen to be visiting and you like this show, we really recommend that you go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Even if you don't like the show, let us know how we're doing and how we could change it, where we could be better. We are so thrilled to be heard around the world in 75 countries right now. Uh, we would like to say thank you to Milan, Italy, Tel Aviv, Israel, and Bayonne, New Jersey. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, the Someone You Should Know podcast heard wherever quality streaming audio is available. Now back to our interview with Dina Shoshkas and her band, The Cucumbers. The new project is called Old Shoes. How does Old Shoes compare to your previous projects? Well, Old Shoes grew out of the campfire flies in a way because we um, were playing acoustic instruments and John was playing banjo in the campfire flies. And then along came the lockdown and it was just the two of us at home together. We couldn't rehearse with the band because we weren't, you weren't supposed to be in a room singing with other people. And we did a lot of harmonizing in the campfire flies. So we started just keeping ourselves entertained, strumming along, um, for fun. And I realized I had a backlog of songs. Um, and so John and I worked up arrangements for guitar and banjo of my, all these songs that I had accumulating. And we began performing them, um, on like the live stream performances mm-hmm. that people did over the pandemic and also outdoors where possible when we could perform outdoors. And then I was like, I need to record these songs and how am I going to do it? And um, we have two sons. They're both incredible musicians. And one of our sons is a drummer, Jamie. And Jamie was home at, um, studying for some exams. And he loves to play with anybody and every everyone. <laughs> so when he heard us practicing, uh, he said, can I play along with you? And we're like, sure. And it sounded great. And a light bulb went off in my head. It's like, oh, I should have Jamie record with us. And um, then we realized we needed a bass player. And we there's a great guy that we've played with and I've recorded with before, Rick Wagner, who has his own wonderful band called Luther Black and the Cold Hard Facts. And he's played with the DBs and toured and done a lot of great stuff. And um, so we went into the studio we had i must say that jamie at the time he was studying for his med school exams wow (laughs) yeah so he didn't have a lot of free time and he um so we scheduled the whole thing around him he had another like little break and he had one rehearsal with rick and then we went into the studio we had one day in the studio and that's why the album, it's a mini album. There's only seven songs because mm-hmm. that's all we had time for. And uh, we had that the studio for a day, but the studio owner, uh, who is um, a parent himself, uh, you know, it was getting into the evening. He said, listen, guys, we have to wrap it up. I got to go pick up my son at Cub Scouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was that. Was that the, um, I'm surprised. Seven tracks in one day. That is impressive. Yes. Well, we, I did the vocals and, you know, a little 
fixes and we mix it afterwards but we, we just cut the tracks for this that that floors me because a lot of bands will take you know seven days to record one instrumental part of a song you know it just kind of floors me it, it, i guess when you do it on a budget you really and truly have to be prepared the new project is old shoes uh, the next song we're going to feature is actually the title track called old shoes the backstory on this great song the very first song that John and I wrote together was called My Boyfriend. This is how we started writing. We, we were not married. We just moved in together. And I used to type things. I had a typewriter. Back uh-huh. then, and it was sort of like the kind of thing you write in a journal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite poetry. But I wrote these words. My boyfriend won't wash the dishes or the sink or the floor or make the bed. And he... He, um, we had had a jam session with a friend of his and he recorded it and he found the four bars of music that were, <laughs> were good. Mm-hmm. And he started, like, he created this song. He pulled out my lyrics and created this song. And, um, that was our first song. And, uh, everybody, it, it was, it was very relatable. Mm-hmm. And so this is, this is about our relationship many, many years later um, we're still together like a pair of old shoes. Awesome. Very good. We're going to feature that song right now, the Somebody You Should Know podcast. The band is the Cucumbers. Dina Shoshkis is who we're talking to. This song is called Old Shoes. Some people let go of things. I would never do any such thing. I hold on and so do you. A little bit worn. Maybe true. We may not be Inseparable, just like a pair of old shoes. I don't mind it if you take me for granted in a certain way. It's sort of romantic, cause one of my greatest luxuries is counting on your so dependable and true just like a pair of old shoes we've been through all kinds of weather think of all the steps we've taken Go. 
inseparable Just like a pair of old shoes Just like a pair of old shoes Old shoes right there. Great song right there from the Cucumbers featuring today's podcast guest, Dina Shashkas. By the way, we're going to include the video link to Old Shoes down in the show notes. You want to check it out. It's adorable. You're going to like that one, too. Now, you and John have been at this for more than 40 years. Uh, your most memorable gig that you've done. What would you say some of the most high watermarks in your career? Oh, my. There were so many, but... Um... Yeah, we just love performing and touring, but I guess <laughs> there once in Atlanta, we were at this giant club, Cabaret Metro, I think it was, and it was sold out, so there were like a thousand people there, um, and at the end of the night, we saw this guy, he had like half a pair of glasses, and he was looking <laughs> all over the floor for the other half, and his girlfriend was saying to him, I told you not to slam dance. <laughs> um, it's just like moments like that uh, like very good fun. but we played with a lot of great bands we played with the tom tom club the pixies um the replacements they might be giants um we, we had a lot of great times awesome and being in that area you've got so much talent in that area too. So there's just, it's wonderful to go to a gig and see a band and then maybe be invited on stage to play with them. That's really, really cool. Now you've had your share of load ins and load outs. So during that 40 years, this next feature is called tales from the road. This is those infamous road stories where things didn't go quite as planned. Uh, kind of your spinal tap moment. All right, Dina, the floor is yours. What would you say? <laughs> the, that would be your tales from the road. Okay. Well, this is a sort of a fun one. Um, we were on the road, it was in the winter, and we had a gig in Portland, Maine, and um, we pulled into town, and it was snowing, and, and we had the radio on, and we heard this news alert that the city was shutting down, nobody should drive or go anywhere. Oh, no. Um, so we were, you know, just a few blocks from the club, We and they had promised to put us up for the night, so we knew at least we could spend the night there. And they and we figured we were canceled, and they're like, "Oh no, no, we're gonna have the show anyway." And we were like, "Okay, I don't know how anyone's gonna get there." And the club was packed. People came on cross country skis mm-hmm. and snowshoes, mm-hmm. and there was a giant pile of like boots and mittens and 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 you know ski jackets mm-hmm. by the door. And people were so happy to get out instead of being stuck inside with cabin fever. And they danced, and and it was like the, the greatest night ever. Wonderful, wonderful. That's nice because so many road stories we've heard through the years. It's a, usually a calamity of, of things. You get there and you plug in, your amp blows, or uh, you, your cord breaks, or the the entire lights in the venue go out. Uh, so you got a lucky. You're lucky, lucky. You got a good one right there. That's pretty cool. I got plenty of those other ones. Oh, wait, give me give me another one. Give us another one we were scheduled to play at a place called al's bar in la and it turned out there was a wedding there and this is a punk rock club with you know concrete walls and graffiti all over it um and but the people who were getting married were like oh great we don't have a band so you can play in our our wedding (laughs) so but the equipment was malfunctioning so you know after a few minutes 
every time we tried to play the power amp powering the PA would blow. So we would play for a few minutes and then it would, would fizzle out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we would wait while the thing was recharging and <laughs> sit there. So that was pretty fun. That's Another thing. Um, in Nashville, a sound man set up the PA and he gave us our card and he said, call me if you need me. And so <laughs> we just sort of, you know, set it up ourselves got on stage when the time came and like halfway through the second song, it sounded like a plane was taking off in the club. Rumble, 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 rumble. And it was feedback. And um, our bass player threw down his bass, ran back to the soundboard, took his arm and went, Shh, went like through back. Turn all the sli- pull all the sliders down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we needless to say, we did not call the sound man. Uh. There you go. Awesome. Thanks for those stories. Do appreciate it. Now, you've got several albums through the through the decades. Where's a good place to purchase your current album and your previous work? Um, most of our work is available on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, if you just search for the cucumbers, mm-hmm. the cucumbers on, <laughs> on Bandcamp, um, and then we're on all the streaming services. All right. Very good. Very good. And uh, your links to uh, social media. You've got a website, right? And uh, your social links? Yes. It's www.thecucumbers.net. And um, there are links to to the social network. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all that. Okay. I'll include those on the show notes. So if you're driving right now, don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. We'll go ahead and put that in the show notes. You can check it out once you get to work nice and comfortable. Okay. We don't want any accidents. All right. Now, <laughs> what about final thoughts about the cucumber? Something else we should know about the band that we haven't mentioned already. Hmm. Well, we've got lots more songs and hope to put out some new records coming up. Awesome. Very good. Now, the last song we're going to feature is Blue Guitar. Great song. Tell me about Blue Guitar. Um, Well, I actually do have a Blue Guitar. I used to um, work in a recording studio years ago, and Nile Rogers was the house producer. Oh, I know. I know Nile. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. he had um, an affiliation with ESP Guitars. Uh-huh. We were getting married at the time, and um, the studio, as a gift, um, gave John and me his and hers guitars. Nice. And, we, and, and the blue telly is the song, the guitar I'm singing about, but it's really about that feeling, like the feeling when you play music or dance around. Somehow it's the same feeling as love and longing or dreaming about somebody that you love. Mm-hmm. It's all in that feeling. Oh, that's real so, good. All right, we're going to wrap up the show with Blue Guitar. And, uh, Dina, thanks so much for taking the time to be a part of our podcast today. And I hope you had a fun time. And thanks for being a part of our growing Someone You Should Know family. Thank you so much for having me. And congratulations on one year with your podcast. Days are through When I play my
Hi, this is Rick Anthony thanking you again for tuning in to this episode of the Someone You Should Know podcast. Before I go, I want to share some friends of mine who also have a podcast. Give them a listen, and I invite you to check us out next time right here on the Someone You Should Know podcast. All right, here's my friends right now from the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Ray the Roadie. And this is Hollywood Mike with the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast coming to you from the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66 in Joliet, Illinois, where once a week we are interviewing local musicians and singer songwriters. And the podcast itself covers a wide range of topics, including but not limited to the history of rock and roll in Chicago, the current state of the scene and the challenges and opportunities facing musicians today. So join us every Tuesday for a new exciting episode of the Rock and Roll Chicago podcast.